This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. The Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word. The Old Trailblazer broadcast. We've been coming here all long time now for many of you folks who hear us up there in Cincinnati, Ohio, and and uh, other places up there in uh, uh, Huntington, West Virginia, and all of those places up and down the East Coast there in North and South Carolina. Many of you have been hearing the old trailblazer there in, in the uh, Atlanta area. So we're just happy to be back with you. We're bringing you a study now on the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible, showing you from God's Word how that these modernistic scholars have taken God's Word and whittled it to pieces and come up with a new version, they call it. It's been on the market a long time. And I just felt led to bring you this study. It's, 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 I can't even touch the hem of the garment to what's being done with our Bibles now, the translation, all of these NIVs and New World Bible, Living Bible, all those things. And I've made you this offer. I have a little pamphlets I put together here showing you the errors of all of these versions. I'll be glad to send that to you. Free and postpaid if you just ask me. Say, send me the information about Bible versions, and I'll be glad to send that to you. Also, for the last study or two, I've been asking you to help me with a little survey that I'm trying to, to make, uh, get, get some information on, letting me know if anybody's listening. If nobody's listening there where you're listening, and uh, I don't know anything about it, then I'll cancel that station and go somewhere else. I have broadcasters all over the country looking for this broadcast, and it costs money, costs a lot of money. So if you're hearing this broadcast, or either the Voice of Truth, which we have also, would you sit down and write me and tell me the call letters of the station that you're hearing us over? If you would, send me a snapshot of your family, your children, and I'll be glad we put it on our bulletin board here, let folks know where some folks are listening up there in South Dakota and, and, and Minnesota and up there. And then I'll be glad to send you a picture of the old trailblazer, free and postpaid, five-by-seven color picture. And some folks may not want it, but you may. But if you would, let me know. Write me. I appreciate it. It'll help me to, to spend God's money like it ought to be spent. We don't just throw money around, and if the Lord's uh, leading me and close the station where you're listening, if you're not here, if, you're not, if I don't know that you're listening, how am I supposed to know if you never write? But we're bringing you this study on, uh, let me give you my mailing address. It's uh, the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We've shown you now in the past several studies many, many of the, uh, of the errors and the omissions and the perversions of, of comparing the King James Version Bible to this revised standard version. Someone has uh, uh, called it the Antichrist Bible. And we've uh, all of these studies are on tape. If you'd like to have them, you write me, and I'll I'll figure up how many tapes they are, and then quote you a price on this whole series. We got about a dozen more, maybe, in this series on the RSV Bible. But we want to take up at this time. We looked at it a little bit in our last study. The name Jehovah, our covenant God. We're looking at 
at that name Jehovah. That's one of the things they have done is left out that out of the Revised Standard Version Bible. We found in our studies so far that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Lord Jesus Christ of the New Testament. And we began the study there of the compound, when we began that study of the compound names of Jehovah. We first looked at the name Jehovah Jireh. We're going to just kind of go back just a little bit. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. We saw that in him was provided our substitute. What a, what a, what grace it is to have a substitute, one that took our place. He is our substitute. Let's put it like this. He is my substitute, the one who died in my place. Then the second compound word or title was Jehovah Rophika, which means Jehovah that healeth thee. This name first appears in Ezekiel or in Exodus 15 in connection with the experience of the children of Israel there at Marah. After they crossed the Red Sea, they went up to Marah, where they found that water is bitter. That's what the word water, bitter, Marah means, bitter. And they began to murmur against Moses because of the bitter waters. And Moses cried unto Jehovah, and Jehovah showed him a tree and said, You take this tree, cast it in the waters, and it shall become sweet and palatable to the taste. And Moses did as the Lord commanded. Now, I'll stop here a moment. I tell my folks here, some who are not saved, that you never get saved if you don't obey the word of God. The scripture says it's better to obey than it is to sacrifice. And these people here obeyed Jehovah uh, Rophika. Moses had them to cut this tree down and uh, throw it into, put it there into the water. And the Lord said to them, I am Jehovah Rophika. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Here we have set forth Christ, the great healer. Mara stands for repentance, and repentance is bitter. When the Holy Spirit opens a sinner's heart, and he sees just a little of his utterly ruined condition, his utterly lost condition, and that's what you see, that depraved condition, it's one of the most bitter experiences that he's ever known. Uh, Holy Spirit conviction is not pleasant, my friend. No, to see yourself lost and to come under condemnation is not sweet, it's bitter. But all the time, you've been there all the time, you just didn't know it. And bless the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, he opens the sinner's heart to see. And then, oh, what a bitter experience. Everything becomes bitter. Everything loses its beauty. Life becomes one barren to wa barren waste. He's driven to despair, and his heart begins to murmur and to complain, like these folks did here. Why is he so wicked and vile? He wonders why. When he begins to cry unto the Lord because of the bitterness of his heart, then it is that the Lord Jehovah sweetens the bitter waters of his heart with the tree of the cross. Do you see that picture? It is there that the broken, wounded, bruised sinner comes to know the healing powers of Calvary. There can be no revelation of the Jehovah Christ of Calvary until there is first a revelation to the human heart of the bitterness and repentance. You can say what you please, but there is no salvation apart from repentance. Now, my friend, I have preachers tell me, why you want to preach repentance? It's, a, it, it's not revelant. That's right. It's not revelant. Well, my friend, there's nothing more revelant than repentance because Christ said on one occasion there in Luke, uh, I, I forget the chapter, maybe chapter 13, he said, except ye repent, you shall all likewise perish. And then he skipped the verse and said it again. John the Baptist said, repent, repent, 
No wonder the higher critics of today are trying to take away from us our covenant God. There can be no revelation of Jehovah as the sinner's covenant God until there's first a revelation of the awful condition of his depraved heart to himself. Now, my friend, I tell you without fear of, uh, of, uh, of, of man that you cannot be saved until you see yourself a lost sinner. You won't come to Christ. You will not come. You will not come to Christ till you see yourself as a lost sinner. Why should you? Why should anyone come? Why should anyone turn to the Lord as long as he's healthy, wealthy, and wise, as the old fellow said? Sees nothing, is increased with good, and has need of nothing. That's what the old rich farmer did. He come in and sat on the porch one evening, and he said, What shall I do? All my barns are full, and my reapers are out there in the field now, and they're getting ready to bring in a lot more grain. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I'll do, he said. He reasoned within himself. He said, I'll tear these old barns down and build some new ones. I'll build greater ones. And there I'll restore, bestow my goods, and I'll say to my soul, Soul, take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry, for thou hast much goods laid up. But you know what happened? All that was great, wasn't it? That's what we have today. Oh, we get all we can, can what we get, and then sit on the can. I have folks whom I know under the sound of this ministry that has money stashed away, in a 401k stashed away in an old coffee can and uh, and it's going to sit there and rot and mildew and they tell me that they're saved they tell me they know the lord they tell me that but they're not interested in the souls of men they're not interested in sponsoring one of these broadcasts no because that costs money and they say i made mine pastor i made mine preacher you make yours well my friend did you know something the lord doesn't need you we might as well stop right here the Lord doesn't need you. The Lord doesn't need anything you got. All the Lord has to do for you to go to hell is leave you alone. If the Lord has been dealing with your heart any at all, if he just withdraws that spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit of grace, if he withdraws it, if you go home tonight and lay on your bed and know there's no digging around your heart, you get up in the morning, there's no digging around your heart, you don't care for the, the gospel, you don't care for the Lord, you don't care for God's people, Perhaps the Lord has left you. Did you know there's a line you can cross, my friend, and, and that you will never come to Christ? It is. And I, I'm telling you, my friend, I don't preach this little soft soap, uh, uh, panty waist religion. No, sir. God is angry with the wicked every day. And it's just mercy and grace that he's holding out grace to you today and calling unto you to repent and, and bestir yourself and get up and repent and come to Christ. Listen, my friend, listen. When Christ becomes Jehovah Rofika to that bruised individual, then then he comes to know the Lord. I know we're living in a day when repentance, as I said, has been rele relegated to the scrap heap. Oh, listen, made fun of, laughed at, just like the doctrine of election, predestination, the doctrine of the sovereignty of God. I was speaking to a, a preacher the other day, and we were discussing, he wanted to know what we preached here, and I began to tell him, he said, you don't believe in election, do you? I said, it's the foundation of all of God's word. I said, he said, you're not a Calvinist, are you? I said, well, if if you're not one, you'll be one two minutes after you get to heaven. He said, that's heresy. He said, that's just uh, you're just a heretic. That's all. Preaching heresy. I said, my friend, when you wake up in hell, you'll wish you was a Calvinist. 
I'm not talking about a hyper-Calvinist. I'm talking about the great old doctrines of God, the sovereignty of God, the election of God, and the foreknowledge of God. My friend, if the Lord never called you, you never will be called. If he never called you, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. No, you don't have to worry. No, I've heard preachers, uh, 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 a minister one night tell somebody, it was one of these uh, charismatic uh, uh, workers, and he told someone, he wasn't talking to me, he said, Sister, you don't have to worry, this won't rub off on you. Well, it's just like God's grace, it won't rub off on you. But if you deny the sovereignty of God, and the election of God, and the foreknowledge of God, you don't have anything to stand on. Oh, no, except your little uh, two cents worth, and what is that worth? you just like a midget. you just like a, a little old black ant crawling out there on the sidewalk. And, and, and the man comes along and puts his toe in front of him, and that little fellow rare up like he's going to jump on you. That's just what we do. That's what we are in the sight of God, just a midget. Old, old Jacob, the root word of Jacob, meaning a wiggling maggot. That's what man is. By oh, you don't want to hear that, do you? No, sir. But every individual, whoever gets saved, come to see that he's undone, worthless, helpless, hopeless and has no claim on God. You don't have any claim on God. You, you can rear back in your chair and chew your could and spit your ham beer and do whatever you want to do. It won't matter. No, it won't, it won't, it won't affect, it won't affect the Lord. He won't, the Lord won't have no, uh, no. Listen, my friend, you can do what you want to do as long as the Lord lets you go. But if the Lord puts that hook in your jaw, buddy, you'll come back, my brother. You'll come back crying. Lord, save me. Lord, help me. I see my sin. Oh, listen, that's what I asked for. I asked the Lord for that day by day. I asked it for my children, my grandchildren. I asked it for my congregation that they would come in on Sunday morning in the tabernacle boo-hooing and crying out. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. Pray for me, Pastor. I'm lost. That just tickles my heart. That just does my heart good. Oh, and then I get letters from folks crying their heart out. Pastor, pray for me. I'm lost. And then I get one from some old kook somewhere. Say, old trailblazer, get a lie. Get alive. Quit taking those people's money. You're just preaching error. Well, he just had to go to hell for his trouble. But my friend, this is the old trailblazer. Pastor Albert Pendarvis, I wish you'd sit down and write me. Write me and tell me what station you're listening to. And uh, send me that snapshot I asked you about. Folks are doing it. Folks are doing it. And they say, send me that picture, trailblazer, of the old trailblazer. I want to nail it up in my, on my back porch out there somewhere. But remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you.